Welcome into the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Abram Erickson here with Don Crowder, and we're here to recap this victory that the men's basketball team pulled over Carthage College here tonight. It turns out to be a 87-75 victory over Carthage. The Thunder leading the whole way here in this one. Men's basketball team moving to 5-0 and um, here on the, on the season in the CCIW. They lead the way out in first place and were already ranked number seven in the country here in Division III. Uh, as the as at the start of this game so looks like there's nowhere to go but up so far for this Thunder team they continue to play well and continue to get wins some pretty concentrated scoring from the Thunder in this game only five players or six players excuse me got onto the score sheet for Wheaton led by Tyson Kirkshank with 32 he had a monster game a career high shot five for nine from behind the arc and then of course you have to talk about Kate Aliath 21 points also career high for him. Niamie Doma with 22 rounded out the main scoring and then Colin Vegas with three, Luke Anthony with six, and Andrew Williams with three. So all around a very concise effort from Wheaton. They led the entire game, didn't really ever see that lead dip below into single digits. So in control for most of it and a fun game to watch if you're a Thunder fan. Yeah, it was it was fun because especially at the start of the game, scoring was just coming in bunches for the Thunder. Uh, I, I think they got out to an 8-0 to zero lead to begin the game over Carthage. And, you know, it's, it's important to note that this is, a, is no team to sneeze at. This Carthage team is a good team. Um, they, they dropped their first game of the year against North Park just before this one. But otherwise, they're 3-1 and one coming into this game. They'll drop now to 3-2. and two. But a team that has had some nice wins thus far in the season. But the Thunder, like you said, Don, just really rolled from the beginning. And, and that started off on really, really hot shooting. Um, I remember while we were broadcasting the game, just a couple minutes in, we had remarked that, you know, the Thunder were shooting 80% from the field. They had made the vast majority of their shots to open up the game, and that just let them get out to a huge lead that, like you said, they never relinquished, and they never really were in trouble either. I think during the, um, you know, first half, their their lead was 18 going into halftime. At times, they stretched it out to as much as 23 there in the second half, um, but then, at later in the game, Carthage can you know after fouling and, and trying to to play tight defense, they they had worked the 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 score down to just a 13 point differential, and that's where things end up. Excuse me, a 12 point differential is where things end up. But it, it never really got any closer than that. The Thunder never really felt in trouble at all. They were able to stave off any any scoring um, threat that Carthage had, and that came most in the form of Philip Buladovic, who had 25 for Carthage. Um, Joshua Washburn comes out with an impressive performance as well. The guard who didn't start the game but really came to be the lifeblood of the team for parts of the game had 22 on 4 of 7 shooting from behind the arc. And then Sean Johnson as well in double digits, the big 6'11 center, coming down with 13 points and 12 rebounds in this one. And you mentioned that lead, Abram. When the lead was about 13, for the first time it had gotten that low in a while, Carthage started to go with a full-court press around the six and a half minute mark and it worked but I think that that press came a little bit too late Carthage really never had a handle in this game they tried pretty hard to play some tight defense as you said they fouled a lot down the stretch and some big threes were hit by players like Josh Washburn Garrett Horner also got in their best with a couple of threes as well but the charge just was met every time it seemed with a big three-pointer by Tyson Crookshank who again 32 points that's a career high and as Coach Shower noted in his postgame interview, he's a player that has struggled for some fitness this year, but back up to full strength, it seems it, a big performance from him in his junior campaign, certainly solidifying himself as one of the top guards in the conference. 
and of course led the way for Wheaton in this victory at home. Yeah, Don, I think one thing to mention, it, it seemed kind of like a a game that was split up into three parts by the three main scorers. So Cruikshank, of course, controlled the end of this game, and he was not the leading scorer uh, on the team until well into the second half until he really just came alive with a couple three-pointers. He got to the line a good amount as well and, and pulled ahead. Um, the opening part of the game, it was it was all in the Amiea Dome, and he led the way for most of the time. Um, and, and just on the strength of really just great shooting, um, he was a little bit more cold throughout the second half, and he ended up 9 for 20, um, 2 for 6 from behind the arc. And then that middle section was kind of ruled by Kate Alioth, who and again, has a great game, has a career high, has another double-double with 21 points and 12 rebounds. And I think Alioth was, at least in my opinion, um, the, the all-around player of the game. Cruikshank, of course, um, out, outlasting him in points and, and deserves you know, a lot of credit on his own right. But Alioth had a tough matchup coming into this game against Sean Johnson, who at 6'11 is a good four or five inches taller than Alioth. Um, but Alioth wasn't affected. He was eight or not eight of nine from the field, uh, including one three-pointer. He was four for six from the free throw line, grabbed 12 rebounds, and that's all while for much of the game being matched up against a much taller player. So um, really credit to, to Cade and a great performance from him. Coach Shower mentioned as well how steady he's been this season and really is just blossoming in this senior campaign. Yeah, and he was fouled a lot down low, ended four for six from the free throw line, adding a couple of points that way. Sean Johnson, you mentioned, had a also had a pretty spectacular game, 13 points and 12 rebounds, so a double-double for him as well. And that was a great matchup all night long. We saw Gavin Hawkins get some time against Sean Johnson. We saw even Eli Considine get some minutes against Sean Johnson. But whoever he went up against, it seemed that he was a defensive force, of course, unless that was against Cade Alioth, who, again, had an amazing game, a double-double of his own. And rounding it out on the Carthage end, it's really Buladovic who who was there scoring lifeblood for most of the game. Um, really just an impressive player that, you know, had a good night tonight that it, it just wasn't quite enough to, to push over a Thunder team that had great nights from three players. But Buladovic, 25 points on his own, 9 for 21 from the field. He only made one three-pointer in the night, just shows how well he got to the basket. He was 6 of 9 from the free throw line and 10 rebounds, all while playing. Um, really almost all 40 minutes he was out for just a quick minute or so um, at the you know midpoint of the second half but otherwise he was in there for for the entire game so really hats off to Bulatovic as well um, and as coach Shower mentioned at the end in our post-game interview Bulatovic and Johnson really just two top tier players in the CCIW um, the Thunder handled them well here in this one but of course as we mentioned during the broadcast as well, uh, this Carthage team is not going to go away for the Thunder. The game that was played tonight was in replacement of um, an Elmhurst game that was postponed due to COVID protocols. So um, the Thunder pick up another game against Carthage, but they still have two more coming. That's part of the, the normal conference schedule where they'll play one game home and one game away against each conference team. So coming up starting this coming Thursday, um, they'll face off against Carthage and then face them again on Saturday. So. Um, especially with the amount of fight that we saw Carthage put in, I think pretty clear to say that they're they're not going to be a slouch here in these next two games. And I look for a couple really, really heated and highly contested games between these two teams coming up. Um, of course, the next game for the Thunder is against North Park. Um, they won in an overtime victory on Tuesday night. They'll be playing them um, again on this upcoming Tuesday night, February the 9th. So make sure to tune into that on the Wheaton Thunder Sports Network as they will be home on Tuesday night against North Park looking to push ahead even further in the CCIW rankings where they're currently sitting at 5-0. So 
We want to move over now to the women's game where Don, the, the women's side, able to play. No, no issues with COVID protocols on the women's side of action. So those games not getting postponed. Um, the Thunder playing away at Elmhurst tonight, and then they'll be back at home on Saturday. But um, the Thunder women's team able to get a pretty commanding 76-55 to victory over the Blue Jays. Yeah, and it looks like Wheaton just with a strong first quarter really didn't look back after that point. They outscored the Blue Jays 22-11 to and then led the rest of the way. Hannah Swider came out with 20 points, leading all scores. Annie Tate actually tied with her at 20, so both of them leading all scores. Annie Tate, her first double-double of her collegiate career with 12 rebounds to go along with those 20 points, so an all-around great game for her. Hannah Williams, bit of an off night, six points on only two for five of shooting, so nothing to do with efficiency, more just volume, but of course this is a game that we didn't really have a chance to watch, but it seems that the Thunder commanded from the early get-go and then never looked back. And one thing that, that you can tell out of this game is that the Thunder shot the ball pretty well, and that's something that we've seen this team um, be a little bit more streaky than than Wheaton teams of the past. We've talked about throughout this season how um, the Thunder lost um, a lot of scoring this year in, in a couple really great players um, and a lot of shooting prowess. Um, of course, you've got players like Hannah Williams, Hannah Swider, who were, were proven scorers from the last couple years that are still on the team. Um, but this team has been a little more streaky in how they've shot the ball, particularly behind the arc uh, as well. But they come out with a nice performance tonight, shooting 6 for 14 from the three-point line, 43%. Um, and then a great showing from the free-throw line as well as they go 14 for 16 from the line. Overall, um, they lead the rebounding battle as well pretty heavily, 44 to 32. A lot of times that's a marker of who's going to win the game. Um, and so just a great performance um, that moves the Thunder up to 3-1 and one overall and in the CCIW. So both Thunder teams at this point um, really stacking up nicely against the conference competition in this modified season format. Yeah, and with this young team, as you mentioned, losing a lot of scores, they also just have a lot of inexperience, and we've seen that manifest itself in the form of many turnovers. So the one loss that the Thunder have had this year at Milliken, they had about 24 turnovers. Not really what you want to see, but... Last night, limiting that number to 13, probably one of the main reasons that they came away with such a large victory. So going down the stretch, limiting that number of turnovers is going to be crucial to this young team. And don't forget that a lot of these star players, of course, besides Hannah Williams, are juniors and sophomores. So lots of more room for them to develop, lots of more experience for them to get. And it's certainly going to be exciting as this young team still is 3-1 and one with just that one loss versus Milliken. And we're definitely excited to see where they can take it this season. Well, we want to thank you for joining us here on the Thunder Sports Report. Again, just a reminder, the next action we have on slate here is the women's ball basketball matchup against Elmhurst on Saturday afternoon. That'll be played at 2 o'clock, and that will be at home here in King Arena. So that'll be on the Wheaton Thunder Sports Network. And then the men will be back in action on Tuesday night against North Park. That's also here at home. Um, so catch us on WTSN as well. Both of those games coming up chances for the Thunder to improve their record and continue to have success uh, in this CCIW season. So once again, we want to thank you for joining us on the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Abram Erickson for Don Crowder. Have a great night. Thanks.